now I'd like to welcome our preacher for the day, a very lovely lady who has inspired us as ladies and has put us in her mind constantly. Let us welcome Sylvia Mwasi. Praise God. My name is Sylvia Mwasi. I like to be called Mombi. Just so you know, but Nisa watum kinita mama jedaya pia. Um, now I would I would wonder what would I come and just stand here and say to you after all that. What about big our ladies? Makofi, relations. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much, and um, I'm so full of God's love today morning. Yeah, it's still morning. And it's interesting because um, has, any, has anyone been feeling that God has just been talking about his love towards us? And it's so weird. Um, as I was preparing my sermon, I did not know we were going to talk about or they're going to sing about what I was going to talk about today. Um, thank you. Thank you for giving it your all. And God in heaven sees you. And all glory and honor to God. So, um, as I was preparing my sermon, God reminded me of a story. Um, I was still at home. But I was going to go to Gerald. I was going to go to Gerald. I was going to and my and you know anyway it was a nice thing nice healthy ones so my mom has this habit of to stove she'd put another sufuria of hot water and probably she had that uh, habit of conserving so one day were boiling meat. And then, mom and all, you know the mothers can be dramatic. Wah! In Kikuyu. Sorry, let me just say it in English. Sufuria imekwama. Guess what I told my mother? Tukate sufuria, tutoe nyama. I was like, and God reminded me that story, and I was even telling Gerald, what am I saying? Story, it will be used against me. Anyway, my affirmation comes from God. You can use it against me. <laughs> so, um, God started asking me, and it's been a theme that I've been thinking about and he's been downloading in my heart. Where is my treasure? Who is my treasure? Is God my treasure? Is meat my treasure? At that time, probably it was. I'll make room for what I treasure. I really like this song by Jonathan McReynolds. Now, Sylvia, I thought you would sing it for me. <laughs> but oh, everything, you know, everything works out for the good of those who love the Lord. And I was wondering, what is treasure? What is make room? That, that evening when we were making meat, I was, I was thinking, God was reminding me, Yani, Sylvia, apondo metoka. Apondo metoka kufikiria flesh, nyama, and worldly things. And I'm taking you to a place where you're going to prioritize me in your life. And if we honestly think about it or critically analyze, when I wake up, do I think about Jesus or Jediah? 
I could be guilty of thinking of Jediah. But God has been teaching me to think about Christ first as his treasure. So, I mean, I challenge you today, your number one, number two, number three priority. Think about it. What would you place where? Would Jesus be number one if you honestly see your treasure? And I ask myself, should, should it be that when I wake up, I think about other things other than God? And I, was, I sought out to find out what is treasure, what is this thing that is called treasure. And the dictionary dis- defines it in two ways or more, but I'll touch on two. So the first one is it's wealth or riches that are usually hoarded in form of money, precious metals, rubies, etc., etc., zumaridi, ukochini, emerald, zahabu. We've all seen those names on those doors. Those, those are precious things, those are treasures. And that's not what we are li- really talking about today, but it could be, it could give you an idea of what treasure is. It's not that uh, Peter Pan story of, uh, sorry, I was not born in the age of Peter Pan, but it's not like Sinbad or uh, Aladdin and the 40 Thieves. I think uh, we need, some treasure. <laughs> So anyway, so treasure could also be someone or something that you highly value or you deem highly priced. And for me, this was close to what I, I, God was trying to teach me that day. And in the Bible, the, the, it, the word makes references to several uh, definitions of treasure, one of them being something that is stored, uh, that is valued to, or valued to that person who stored it or hidden riches, something that is concealed, valuables that are concealed. In Isaiah, it talks about um, something, they talk about treasures as something that was prepared, that someone took their time, did, molded, you know, something that was prepared. And as we, as we are introduced to the New Testament as well, we are introduced to Jesus as our treasure. And Jesus told of two parables in Matthew. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 to 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hidden in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy therefore goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that land. Um, 45. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant, seeking godly pearls, sorry, goodly pearls, who, when he has found one pearl of great price, went and sold that he had, and he bought it, all that he had and bought it. It's interesting when God revealed this part of the scripture to me. In the first parable, we see that a man finds, verse 44, we find that, we see that a man finds treasure. A man finds treasure in a field. You know, it says a man just found treasure. He just stumbled, happened to stumble upon pre- treasure. And he probably was um, a farmer that was hired maybe to work on that field. Maybe it was a servant who was told, Endo kachune mboga. The land was not his. And he found treasure by chance. Do we see that in... Verse 44. 
in which the man hath found and hideth for joy and goeth and selleth all that he hath to buy that field, meaning it was not his. He was not to expect that treasure. In the second parable, the merchant, that is verse 45 and 6, the merchant man, I, from what I was reading, a merchant man is someone who knows what he's dealing with. He's a trade, he's a trade uh, man or woman. I think that time it was mostly men. And he, know, he knew what he was looking for. He went seeking goodly pearls, choice pearls. He knew what a pearl was. At this, I don't, <laughs> the worth of a pearl at this time is, I'm sure, much more than then. And it shows me two different kinds of Christians or two different kinds of people. There are those of us who don't know what we're looking for and then we stumble onto Jesus, our treasure. There are those of us who are looking for something to fill our hearts. Maybe it may lelewana bibilia to mend a church. So to najua the word of God, but we don't know this treasure for ourselves. And God was teaching my heart that wherever, whoever, whether I came to know God yesterday by chance, or whether I came to know Jesus as my treasure as I was growing up, I was not so serious about it, and then now I'm serious about it. We have found treasure in Christ. And sometimes we are not looking for the kingdom of God knowingly, but we find it. We, not, we don't go looking for salvation, some of us, but it finds us. And sometimes, like I was saying, me in Zaliwa Church, in Sunday School, in Mungu, but I didn't know him for myself as my treasure. And I'm keeping on discovering who Jesus is as my treasure. And I'm reminded uh, about about a man who knew, um, he knew the Old Testament. Philip, I mean, Isaiah. I could come from Ethiopia to Jerusalem to go and worship God. And there was an apostle of Christ named, named Philip. And the Holy Spirit came upon, and an angel came upon Philip and told him to go down to the road. There's a man called uh, there's an Ethiopian eunuch coming to Jerusalem. And the Ethiopian eunuch was, the word says, he was an official in the queen's uh, kingdom of Ethiopia. And this guy had basically, he was in charge of rubies, diamonds, every other treasure that you would think. But he went searching for something that that treasure would not fill his heart. And imagine Christ like a meet as he was searching. And as um, Philip was reading from Isaiah, from the scripture, please um, demystify it for me. Demystify it for me. And, and um, Philip was glad to share. I'm sure like the way some of you come to Percy, Percy is willing to share. Lucy is willing to share. <laughs> Pastor Tony is willing to share. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And imagine these guys he was looking did not expect at Yatakwa baptized. Alifika two places, baptized. Let me be baptized. And then when the work was done, when the eunuch met Christ for himself, Philip was carried away by the Spirit of God. And then, mm, 
It's interesting. That's the story of my life. I knew God for... I knew my mother's God. <laughs> I knew... Well, say your babangwa kwa mesev. Na mi niyata save. But I knew my mother's God. But I didn't know Christ. I, don't know, I didn't know Christ as my treasure, my own. My, for Jesus for me. And when I talk about treasure, it comes through the gift of salvation. And... The kingdom, the, the kingdom of God. And in Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 9, it mentions that salvation is not by any human effort, but a gift of God. And in Romans 5.15, it says it's a free gift from God. And it is received by faith, and it promises eternal life. And salvation is not based on anything that I do, but by God's grace. That's what met the Ethiopian eunuch. God's grace met the Ethiopian. And even looking more at the benefits of salvation, we receive remission of sin. By the mercies of God, we are counted righteous and just, and we are justified, as we read in Galatians 11. We're also delivered from evil. I mean, I think the, the Ethiopian eunuch, Alirudikwa Kingdom, Aki were confident that Christ God Imagine he didn't meet Christ for himself. But he met someone who had, encounter, had an encounter with Christ face to face. And that's all we need. It's not by any human effort. It's by, it's by God's mercy and grace. We are delivered from evil when we are saved. Jesus prayed in the Lord's Prayer that God may deliver us from evil as he was teaching his disciples to pray. We have unlimited access to God's saving grace. He delivers us from evil. And, you know, among other benefits, we receive the Holy Spirit as our helper. He abides in us. I think I'd have delegated this this um, honor and the Holy Spirit helps us to keep God's law his treasure let me tell you the word of God is one of those treasures as well he keeps he helps us to keep God's law in our heart we receive power to testify to you to you to the nations and that's what the Ethiopian eunuch benefited from this treasure and then on the other side there was another lady in the Bible. Ah, she, I think she received salvation by chance. Um, from the book of Luke chapter 7, verses 36 to 50. I'll not read all of it. I think I'll just skip the verses as Nimperi's projects. This lady, they don't give us a name. She received this treasure of salvation by chance. By just laying down her life and saying, okay, enough is enough. Let's try this out. And in Matthew, I mean, Luke chapter 7, verse 36, and one of the Pharisees, Christ had gone to, a Pharisee had invited Christ to dine with him on that day. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. 
and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Hmm. From 39 we see the Pharisee having those judging thoughts of eh, how can Jesus, you know? And he says, now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would have known and would have known who and what manner of woman this is that touches him for she is a sinner. I think um, uh, he gives a parable after that. I think we can skip to around 49 or 48. Wherefore I send to thee her sins which are many are forgiven for she loved much but to whom little is forgiven the same loveth little and he said unto her thy sins are forgiven and they were and they sat at the meat with him and began to say within themselves who is this that forgiveth sins also that's fine thank you so Yanni I think, for, anyway, we're, we're all guilty of sin, but these Pharisees were really judgmental towards people, and I think they saw themselves as self-righteous, and definitely did not, at that point, accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, as their treasure. So this Pharisee asked Jesus to dine with him. It was a story of a, some versions call her notorious woman, another one called her sinner. That's 37, 38. And the Pharisee wondered why some, of the, some other versions call her she was a prostitute. Some wondered why Jesus allowed the woman to anoint Jesus. And she was ready. Hey, wait. Let me tell you a story. This oil was sourced from India. This story, is, the setting is in Galilee. And scholars say this oil was worth, at the moment, just 30 ml is about $40,000. I've never, I've never seen it, so I wouldn't tell you whether it's of, I just read facts. You need to know. But I'm going to tell you anyway. So, uh, this lady had this oil, and she decided, I will take this precious alabaster jar of oil. It was called, uh, I think, Nad something. I'll just confirm. But she took the oil. First of all, the oil used to be enclosed in an alabaster jar. It is soft marble that is used to encase jewelry. It's sourced in Egypt even until today, and it is very precious. And to get to that oil, you had to break. Whether you, what do you usually do? <laughs> yes, you had to do like a coconut. We break open na force. Imagine this alabaster jar of oil in the hands of a so-called notorious woman. She decided to, I mean, she could have used that alabaster jar of oil for anything, but she decided to anoint the feet of Jesus Christ and use her hair. The word says the hair is the glory of a woman. She, at that time, she used her hair. I think that's why they used to grow the hair very long, the Israelites in that culture. And she took her hair and Imagine Jesus alikonatembea from city to city so miguzake zilikuwa chafu definitely so kachukua nywele yake very precious i know we all most of us not all value our hairs take your hair wipe 
the dust of someone's feet. I don't think I let me say you can never find but Ali she got down to that level. She got down to that level of humility to get a treasure that was more valuable than that jar of alabaster oil. It is said that that oil is very pricey, I've said that, and it's, it's sort of like a perfume. <sighs> I don't know. I think you should critically ask yourself, would you do that? Would you sacrifice something worth thousands of dollars of money to wipe dirty feet for the sake of joining to get another treasure that is more valuable? Picture the fact that knowing Christ for yourself, knowing Jesus as your Lord and Savior, is a greater treasure than that much money, for instance. And I think I'll just remind you how much God treasures you. From Genesis, I think it's so many thousands of years from then till now. We were created, we wronged God, and guess what? God still came to reach out to you thousands of years later. He gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Thousands of years later for you. So what is this alabaster jar of oil? It, what, what, how worth is it? It could be, you know, um, picture it today. What would you equate that value to? Is it your career? Maybe unambiwa upewe hongo upewe promotion. And you know Christ, your treasure tells you no. It's not worth it. Is it the contentious topic of boyfriends? Is it your boyfriend? Is it your pride? Is it rebelliousness? Imagine this lady dropped her pride. She even was ready to feel shameful. feel shameful, but I gain this treasure that is Christ. And in another parable that also talks about the I mean another story in another setting. This time Jesus was being anointed by another lady. For Jesus said he was being anointed before he died on the cross. Judas asked uh, and Christ said you'll have the poor with you forever. I mean until you know as in even Christ was trying to tell Judas that is not even worth it. This lady, what she's doing right here, breaking the alabaster jar of oil to anoint me, to take her lovely hair and you know, wash the feet of Jesus. It's more, it's a sign of humility, it's a sign of accept, it's a sign of loving Christ. It's a sign of saying I will surrender all my personal treasures of this world for the great treasure, the great and only one treasure. And and I'd like to ask you today, what is your treasure? Who is your treasure? Where is your heart? Where have you made room for Christ in your heart? For the one and only true treasure. And I'd like us to tafakari as we wait on God to, as we wait on the Holy Spirit to convict us. I'd like us to go into a moment of prayer. Um, would you leave everything you consider of value to 
gain the one true thing that is of true value. I mean, the one that promises eternal life. And that what Solomon said that yote ni vanity. Tutaacha yote huku. Where will we go? Who is your treasure? What do you put what do you wake up to every day? And imagine from the beginning. You know this this really just um fascinates me. Every single story in the world led me to this point. I wasn't born say time Abraham. I wasn't born when Adam and Eve were here. Were there. But God knew that he would form me in my mother's womb. And he set me for a time as this. What am I doing with my time on earth? Who is my treasure? I like to humbly ask um Faith, Marianne and Lucy to come here and help us with prayer. I mean if you know if you have a known Christ for yourself as your pre- as your treasure I'd like to offer Jesus would like to offer you this opportunity. It's not about me by the way. Um the ladies are here. If there's something you have been putting before Christ and you'd like to come to Christ and to be prayed for. Marianne is here, Lucy is here, Faith is here. Ladies, take this opportunity. Golden opportunity. Christ is saying he loves you. We've all had the message Jesus loves you for who you are. And he treasures you that he leaves the 99 and goes to look for you. If you've not known Jesus as your Lord and Savior, as we bow our heads and close our eyes and give homage to God and pray. If you've known Jesus, if you've not known Jesus as Lord, kindly lift your hands and we'll pray with you. And even as you would want to be prayed for for any issue, the ladies are here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, wana sema anakupenda. Jesus says he loves you. you just go out there and face but he's telling you whatever you'll face I'll be there with you you are my treasure and I will abide in me my treasure and I will abide in you your treasure so just lift up your hands if you like no Jesus as your lord as your savior as your god Welcoming you to a time of prayer. If you need any intercession, please come forth. We are ready to pray with you.
Seigneur. Please take this opportunity to be prayed for. If you need anything to be prayed about.
Thank you, ladies. 